Are you the type of person who would rather sit at home than go to a concert to listen to music from your favorite artist? Or perhaps are you the kind of person who was never into sports and you would wonder why people are shouting at the TV to their favorite sports players? If any of the scenarios I just now described mention you pretty accurately, then you're in for a ride. Because in this episode, I'm going to be talking about being truly different and not following the herd. And most importantly, why people don't want you to be different. And again, if this is your first time here, I share relatable stories every week on this podcast to help you never feel bored again. So make sure you subscribe to never miss out on future episodes. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. And the first thing I want to talk about in this episode is uh, my athletics in school, right? When, uh, you know what athletics, athletic is, right? Your uh, ability and all the races and everything in that uh, athletic uh, part of your, like there's academics, your studies, your knowledge, and athletic is your sports performance, right? Physical performance. Athletics in school, as I was saying. So I was in, uh, in this 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. I was considered as the fastest in my grade or in my class per se, right? I was very, very fast running, right? Running track races, right? Your 50 meters, your 100 meters, your 200 meters, etc. The thing is, so the thing is, I was very, very fast back then. So whenever these track races were conducted, I was super fast, right? So let me just give an example of how fast I was, right? We are running this race, right? Assume these are the two ends of the tracks. Here is the start point. Here is the finish point, right? Yeah, and so this is a 50 meter track. So I would, I was this fast, right? I was here and the other, all the other contestants, right? The second and third, fourth were here. I was this ahead of all the other contestants, right? So that was like basically how fast I was. Not bragging or anything, but I'm just saying how fast I was. Uh, and the thing is, I quit racing, right? I quit racing in the uh, ahead standards. Maybe I lost interest, maybe I lost speed. It can be many of those factors, but that didn't matter. What mattered was that I was super fast. And see, the thing is like, uh, we are, so one of the thing is uh, what I wanted to highlight with that was if I maintained to practice, right, I maybe I took it, I became egoistic and I became biased and you know, all that stuff. And I thought like, yeah, I'm fast. I'm like, you know, I was good by nature. We could say I'm tall, so I have long legs and all that stuff. So there are definitely things that benefited me, right? Genetically speaking, but because I got egoistic, I got lost interest and in practice, uh, I became slow eventually. I did practice and I gave one shot in the ninth standard and I, I was nowhere near what I was in the earlier standards and that further demotivated me and lack of practice, etc. I quit racing, right? And another thing I want to tell you, right? So just because I wasn't, I wasn't racing or I was good at racing, that doesn't mean I knew every single racer in the world out there or knew, right? Example, Hussein Bolt, Usain Bolt, uh, but there are so many people out there, right? But just because I ran fast, right? Just because I played doesn't mean that I knew everything about racing and track races and all that stuff. Another thing that I want to tell you is, I was particularly very good at, uh, see, uh, there are your track races, 100 meters usually, 50 and 100 meters are uh, a single this, right? But we, uh, our school didn't have length, right? Uh, a very uh, 200 meters worth of, uh, you know, straight area. So in many places this happens is that they divide this area into two parts. So like this is a 50 and you come back for 100, right? So you have to take the same lap back. So the thing was, Sometimes, right, you have to strategically trick your opponents, right? You have to find out the weaknesses, right? So when you are doing a 50 meter race, you have to give it your 100% from the finish line and have to run straight fast and don't stop till you cross the finish line, right? But when we uh, talk about coming backside, right? Touching and coming backwards, 
the thing is like you have to slow down your momentum and then turn and come back right so the thing is many people used to do this the wrong way right they used to run super fast and then they were not able to handle their momentum right the inertia when they stop they have to turn back i used to just play this strategic way right i used to go run fast and i'm here and this is the lap i have to touch and then i have to go back i used to i used to come and then i used to turn myself so i used to turn myself while running and then skid back skid back while turning towards this the way i have to go and then start running so i i already used the inertia to get to the point and then i used to go back so again off topic but i'm trying to explain right how you could uh, be, be good right you have to always find out the weakness and try to be different in that where right? everybody was you know like running till the end waiting and you know like missing and that's again even though i wasn't faster than them i could still uh, trick them so okay let's talk about uh, being different as i'm saying right and i was talking about sports earlier in the intro introduction of this episode are you into sports is the question a majority of the population 90% of the population is into sports right whether it be your cricket your soccer football soccer your nfl your rugby uh, your baseball tons of sports uh, uh, you know like over the globe in the country nation everything right there are tons of people and the majority of the population is into sports one sport or the other or multiple sports right in the sense that they love playing the game by themselves in the compounds in the fields like you know with their friends or they play the mobile games of the or the playstation or console games of the versions are available they talk about that game they watch over that game in television they root for them so these are the examples of people who are into that see if and uh, these are the these are i basically try to give you a stereotype of how the people who are into sports do either of these things right now i want to talk about are you into sports in the sense that are you literally interested in people people playing these sports or are you at least doing one of these tasks see me personally i am not into sports right whether it be watching playing these games or remembering names of these players watching matches i am not into 1% of it at all and i know 99% of the people watching this episode are probably not going to be going to be able to relate with me and that's absolutely fine i'm talking to the remaining 0.01% of the people listening right i'm talking to you about being different right i'm not i'm not talking about being different in the in the sense of bragging right i'm different just because i don't watch sports no i'm talking about embracing a different side many of the times i've seen my other friends as well right who are not into sports as me right because there's so many players so many teams so many leagues and all that stuff i'll elaborate more further but there and then the thing is like people ridicule ridicule them right the society is like how do you not know sports like how do you not know sports right and the people make fun like if you don't know more names of football players than just cristiano ronaldo and your leon lionel messi right they are like they just ridicule you and they peer pressure you so then you have to play like, i have to go and start memorizing names of football players teams leagues the entire sport the rules the matches the tournaments so and then people who are not interested in sports have get peer pressured into learning and getting to know so much about this field that they're not interested about just because society is peer pressuring them into and i know some of you listening uh, are are in do come into that category where some people are you know forcing you so let me explain see don't think that you have to know every rule every name of the players of every sport don't put yourself to this that misery it's fine if you're not into sports right as i said see I, uh, as i said i was never into sports i don't watch sports on television or play any uh, sports or you know like play any games of the for that matter so now now that this might come as a shock to a lot of you who are into into one of the many sports that exist out there most of you find it difficult to relate with me right now and that's absolutely fine you don't have to because i'm talking to the 99.9% of the people watching it's not for you of course it's not i mean i'm trying to make it relatable and i'm and i pride myself on being different different in a positive way and embracing it uh, i i want to talk a little bit about intentionalism as well in the further uh, uh, further in this episode let's take football for example right football 
I know for some people it means a lot about it, right? Uh, for some people it means a lot. They love football every, in every single sense of the way, right? Disclaimer: I'm making assumptions from this point forward, so go easy on me. Think of think of it as I'm completely new to it, right? Anything I say from this point forward, think of it as I'm like a completely noob, right? A completely newborn. I'm hearing football for the first time, right? Now this is where I'm coming from. So yeah, they know names, surnames of every single player, all the teams, rules, matches, scores, teams, leagues, all types of kicks, passes, dribbles, and this goes on and on, right? I it de- I definitely find it intimidating knowing how do they know so much, and most importantly, how do they remember so much, right? All of these things that I mentioned about about the sports. Then I think it's actually pretty simple, and correct me if I'm correct, right? They are interested in it, right? So it's like a piece of cake. that's it right that's so it right if you are interested in the something you're obviously going to have a easy time at right as see i'll give you this example a beautiful example uh if you like a game even if it even if it has 100 menus with 200 characters and 300 skill attributes you probably enjoy playing it and hence you know you know it all and you remember it all the only reason is because you're interested and so it comes easy to you right so that that's the difference right they are interested in football so if they will find it easy learning the names of every single players matches teams leagues tournaments kicks styles dribbles passes they will know it all because they're interested in it doesn't that make sense i'm talking to you the one person of the people who find it intimidating how do they remember so much and even if you're trying to beginning to learn like whose players names do i learn the team the rules what do i start where do i start what do i watch right so i'm trying to explain to you for you who are not able to understand they are interested in it right they are interested i don't know how they develop this interest but i am completely oblivious people just like are inclined to it naturally so i guess they do more research they learn more about the sport watch more about the sport play more about that sport play the sport basically and then you learn about it right gradually but the key point being here the reason why they know so much and they talk about it is because they are interested and because they are interested they, it's coming easy to them but since i am not or i'm simply not interested in doing so da is going to be difficult trust me me and my friends have really been supportive about it they have never spoke about sports in front of me because they knew i wasn't about it so this this is a very important crucial part here right i was talking uh, mildly about peer pressure in the beginning of this episode wherein some people who are not into it but society ridicules about you how do you not know about like the biggest players on the planet the biggest sport and all that stuff right there are seasons gone your tournaments gone right everybody is watching television and you know discussing scores and you know it means a lot to some people right but just because some people are not into it some people who are not open minded they start judging us right as if it was compulsory to watch these things right but anyways what i'm trying to say is i was not into it and my friends were really supportive about it right see and the, i you you if you are listening to multiple episodes over here on my podcast you know i always bring this up right my friends are always supportive about it right they i don't i don't have friends who judge or make fun of it right they're very open minded and very accepting of it so if uh, accepting of it so if you're surrounded by people who make fun of you ridicule you roast you and you know like completely bring down your self esteem you've surrounded yourself with a, you know like an inappropriate group of friends who are basically going to take down your uh take down your life in a downward spiral right you they say you're the average of your five friends you hang out with and all that stuff right so if you're supporting myself uh, yourself with positive friends just like i did you are you're going to be more you know like uh more boosted and confident you're going to be more to be more uh, you know like confident in all the decisions and endeavors you take in life when you're supporting people around rather than negative people around so again it's still not too late it will take efforts yes but you can get rid of these people or just say that you are in for me or like you are negative influencing my life in a negative way and find positive people with high ambitions with good values who respect people or more open minded you know all that stuff right 
so my friends were very open minded about it so whenever i uh, whenever there was uh, i um, they started speaking about football so i was like, i'm not into it so yeah they didn't talk to me right so whenever they came to me they never talked about football with me right they talked about everything else except football and they were respective about it right they were respecting of it when so they talk football with all the other friends who are interested in it, right so that's about being like, open minded and accepting of other people's differences and preferences um but they sure do speak a lot right my friends uh and they play a fair share of their fifa and watch tons of matches i guess it's a sense of empowerment right like rooting kind of of course every person playing football game or watching a uh, watching football isn't going to become a football player just knowing uh that a simple game like football yeah um that they play with their friends in their building is much bigger than they thought yeah i'm i'm saying sentences that don't make sense yeah because i shouldn't be reading of the script okay uh in the sense that there are people much better than them whom they can look up to i professional footballers during football matches yeah that didn't make sense let me explain i'm talking about that when you're playing right you're you're playing your football game you know or on your phone right football games like your, your dreamix soccer your fifa football and your pes of pes series on your phone on your football and you're playing all these mobile games and you're playing with them playing with your friends in your building right all your building friends are playing football with them and all that it feels a sense of empowerment knowing that the sport is not just bounded by you and your things you play on the phone and that it is much bigger than you co- comprehend it to be right there are international leagues with you know like hundreds and thousands of players competing against each other who are very very good at this sport so you can look up to them and you can learn from them and you can root for them is what i'm trying to say right you're looking at these matches you can get to choose your favorite teams you can choose your favorite players and then you can you know you have your friends on the opposite side and in the feeling i can I've, i don't have this feeling because again i'm not into sports but i think a lot of people who have, do you know like they are like my team is the best my team is the best you know, like sportsmanship team uh, teamship rooting for one team and all that and then shouting like making your team win you know like because you can't do anything of course except shout at the tv which is again useless but that shows how much interested in you rooting for you and your team are and all that stuff right it shows the amount of interest you have in that sport that team and that match particularly just to show that my team is better than yours and then you know you can talk as and as with your friends if you're in football about these matches like my team won my goal first goal half time and all these words terms everything so i'm saying it it brings people together right uh if i play football he plays football he knows about football what's your favorite team what's my favorite player what's a goal what's a team team so there are tons of things it brings about commonness and that's why it brings people together because you have the same interest having same interest and since as i said 90% of the population usually is into one sport or the other you'll probably you know like starting a conversation about sports is the best thing right how they keep uh, stereotyping adults as you give to adults talking uh you know like uh, you yeah, give to a, a male adults uh, you know like talking they will talk all day about politics right and two women and they start gossiping and talk endlessly and all that stuff i'm not no offense i'm just talking about rumors and all that stuff right it may not, it may not be true as well but i'm just saying so again you can just go up to anybody and say you watch football and they obviously yes and then what's your favorite team what's your favorite player and you know you can go with on conversations what are you trying to get to ryan thank you for asking I'm trying to say subconsciously that if you aren't into sports it's fine don't watch it don't feel like you have to be pressured into watching any sports or memorizing footballers names who you aren't even interested in or try to say messi or ronaldo every single time someone mentions football questions to you i don't i didn't watch i still don't watch it what i'm trying to say is don't feel less of yourself just because you don't do what the rest of the 90% of the population does that is watch or be into sports and it's fine being different uh being a backbencher in school versus in college right 
Now again, I was different. By uh, see, everything is different, right? I had a ton of fun in school, right? I was I was very subtle. I'd may uh, I I did not have a ton of fun, right? I was sitting at the last bench, you know. I had tons of fun, talk, made mischief, all that stuff, right? I had I had a blast. And the difference is, use I sat in this last bench in school because I you're tall, right? And the school classroom is much smaller. So the reason they make you sit on the last bench is mostly because. You are tall, right? So I didn't have an option. I couldn't go and sit forward. And second of all, I was very subtle, right, while making mischief. So teachers wouldn't catch me. So that was a, that was a whole different thing, sir. But you know, like uh, in, in being in school. But now that brings me to in college, right? In college, I still go and sit on the last bench because, like, that's one of the quietest places, you know, like on the last bench, like very cool, cool. And I'm tall, of course, so I can see the entire class from the view, right? Everything. So I can see. Oh, that girl is on her phone. You know, he is sleeping. He is playing PUBG. He is she is swiping Instagram, right? In the entire class's view. Some of my friends keep asking me why I sit on the last bench. Well, I hope this is this is a good enough answer. But the thing is, I don't think I've had enough fun though uh, in in the college because uh, I I completely I'm a disgrace to all the backbenchers, right? Because backbenchers are known to do inappropriate things, watch movies, not study, basically in a nutshell, and you know do everything else except study. But because the thing is, uh, <laughs> I broke the stereotype, right? Because I've never bunked a single lecture in college, right? And not even a single lecture. And if you want to hear the entire story of why I did it and where I harnessed my chief wrong, you can go and listen to season one, episode seventeen. It's down in the catalog. I read self-help books in the on sitting on the last bench, right? First of all, majority of you listening to this podcast don't read, and assume you even if you read, you are listening reading it on the last bench where you are supposed to be doing this step, right? You don't bunk and you read self-help books on the last bench. I actually paid attention to what the teacher was teaching. Now, does any last bencher do that? I also wrote notes, all of it, right? We last benchers are known to just act as if we're writing notes, and we don't write, you know, like nothing. We don't write anything. But I wrote every single alphabet the teachers gave, right? I was a complete disgrace in every single sense to a typical, stereotypical back bencher. See, who cares at this point? I I flexed too much already on you guys. Let's talk a little bit about uh, answering in class as an introvert. See, I there are countless times when I knew the answer in the class, but I didn't raise my hand. You know, when the teacher is asking, like, you know, what's one plus one? Of course, it's a much more complicated question than that. And I'm like, oh, I know it's two, man. I know it's two. I uh, should I? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm having anxiety right now. Whatever, you know, I I don't think I can do this. And then the teacher, you know, is like, okay, so, okay, so nobody. And then the teacher says it's two. So there are there are two cases to this, right? One is when you don't say, and the teacher tells it, right? And then you find out, oh, damn, I was correct, right? And then you realize nobody said it. That means you are the only person in class who knew it, right? One plus one is a uh, stupid example. I'm just saying any question, and the answer to the question is only known by you, right? So when nobody says it, and the teacher says the answer, and the answer is the same to what you had in your mind, and you realize you are the only person in class who knew the answer to that question, and you could have taken the reputation of yourself so high to that girl that side who you have been crushing on, so that she would start crushing crushing on you because you think girls like toppers. I mean, it was a different time, dude. You know that. But anyway, right? And then there is a another, there's a second case as well, right? You don't say because you're having anxiety issues, and one the person next to you, the scholar raises up and says it, and is the same answer again. And then you are like, ah, damn! Now the girl is going to be crushing on him, you know. And then the third case, which is very very interesting, right? And I feel like this is why I needed the third perspective. And the case is, you know the answer, right? You know the teacher is like, okay, what is one plus one? And you're like, oh, it has to be three. It has to be three. And you're like, oh, should I tell? Should I tell? And then you don't, right? And you and you don't. That's the important part. Then the teacher says it's two, and then you're like. Oh, 
it was three i mean it, you know i mean she says it was two and you know like oh it was two damn thank god i didn't tell you know because i would have told it three right same example you having a wrong answer in mind but you didn't know until the teacher says and it all comes down to uncertainty right the only reason why you don't put your hand up is because you're afraid what people are going to judge you for and the second question is that you would you're uncertain right whether your answer is correct or not that is the uncertainty whether it will be, will be right or wrong and i've known teachers say a lot of times right you know like it doesn't matter right or wrong answers just tell me right have you heard this tell me if you heard this right if you have heard what i just now said i'll repeat it once more uh you know students please raise your hand and tell me it it's fine right answers or wrong answers if you have heard this uh statement told by your teacher to you once and you are still having raised your hand even though you knew the answer you have to go straight down and click smash that like button as high as hard as possible right you have to smash that button like hard i lost my words didn't i <laughs> okay let's talk about a funny story now right <laughs> my my mom enrolled me into this institution called uc mass right it was the name of a course basically right so they basically taught you how to use the abacus in the attempt to make your mental math super strong well i definitely learned how to use the abacus and did some basic maths right well there was levels to this and stuff right so i think there were eight levels to complete as uh, uh, levels as in standards right think of them as standards yes after eight is two more levels which is not compulsory but they are advanced so the tricky thing here is they only take young students because older students are already filled with a lot of stuff in their brain right when you go into 9 10 you already have a lot of stuff in your brain right you have already matured to some extent well i was in sixth standard i think like literally one year before they would have i would have been too old for the course so i joined uh, so i joined joined the course because on, uh, on my proposal of my mom so the thing is I genuinely uh, let's go off script now. I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the thing is, like, uh, I didn't want to do this, right? Because they may I hated maths and all that stuff, right? In terms of calculation and all that. I mean, who's going to put the extra effort, right? I'm lazy over here. Not on this podcast, no. But so, I, so whenever they used to, you know, always give us forms. It was an extra curricular class, right? Class. So which they, so the the people who used to run that course used to come during the class, our school, give the. Your pamphlets for our for this course and this to go. And I know if I give it to my mother, she's always put me every single class in my childhood. Like uh, she, whenever she she put me in art, she put me for drawing class, dancing class, singing class, my instrument class. She used to put me for everything, right? Big hopes, big dreams, and all that. She subconsciously followed the tactic of you know like trying it all and finding out what your son is good at and all that stuff, right? But yeah, I quit all of them. Of course, such a uh, uh, the loser I am. Anyways, um, the thing is. Of course, now I found a passion, which is just speaking into this mic non-stop, trying to make your ears bleed. So the thing is, I didn't always, I didn't want to participate. So every single time they gave us this pamphlet, I used to always, you know, uh, you know like, you know, like crush it and just throw it outside before I reached home. Right? We just, we like cannot let my mother get this. But one day I surprisingly forgot to give it to, you know, like my, I forgot to throw it out. So what happened was my mom <laughs> got hold of my bag. and then just they just checking the bag as usual like how uh, regular moms do to check if there's no drugs and stuff right and joke intended of course <laughs> and then she finally you see wasn't wow you know and she's like oh i have to put my son into this how can you not torture him right and then she puts me into this course and again so what so basically this give you an abacus right i again I'll, i hope i have an abacus at home and i'll put this everything on the story right link in description if you want to see the abacus and all the other stuff that i have all these memories everything will be on my instagram story right so make sure you follow me link in description on instagram follow me on instagram to that being said so they have this abacus right they give you this huge abacus right here okay like this this big and they have this two uh, two layers of abacuses right and then 
they basically start to teach you how to use the backtest, right? How to do calculations. So they first begin teaching us doing addition and subtraction. Okay, and one more, another thing that I've never mentioned is, I when I get excited, if you haven't noticed yet, I speak very fast, right? So if that's a uh, if that is being a problem to some of you, are like, what is he saying so fast? I can't. <laughs> if I'm going that fast, there is you you can always do something that makes me a bit more understandable. Just press the top three dots on the corner of this YouTube video. I think it's on this side. <laughs> just go to playback speed and put it to 0.5x from normal and if you're listening to it on uh, your audio versions there's always the playback speed at the bottom so suit yourself but I, I consciously try to make myself aware to come back to a bit more humane pace coming back to that so they basically started teaching us how to use the back side basically moving the beats and doing the calculation right so they started right from two digit numbers three digit numbers four digit numbers five digit numbers six digit and, and the digits weren't stopping right these numbers kept getting big and so the thing is like i'm learning i'm moving the back and learning and all that stuff right so the first level second level easily passed right the problem is from the third level onwards they started teaching us multiplication and division on an abacus which if uh, addition and uh, subtraction wasn't hard enough already now just slap on your multiplication and division which is of course very difficult right so i'm having difficulty just trying to fathom and comprehend all this stuff right and at the same time what they are trying to do is they are saying like no you don't need the abacus anymore everything is mental so they are telling us to imagine the abacus and do it everything in the air you know like imagine like moving the abacus in the air and doing moving the beads and getting the numbers i'm like i cannot do this i suck at maths right i i first of all my mental maths is bad my memory is bad and you want me to imagine an entire abacus move beads and do multiplication division i'm like what so i'm like i have to quit and i'm like mom i just can't do this i'm quitting <laughs> of course it wasn't that easy but after a bit of talk here and then i just told my mom that i'm not compatible enough or eligible enough to do this stuff right i just can't right i gave up of course like a can't say that word, but I saw I gave gave up, right? And then I basically quit the course. <laughs> this, this is the funny story, all right? This is the funny story. <laughs> uh, I, I just skimmed over the entire script, you know? Uh, let's just uh, drink a sip of. So what do you think I put in that glass? Like what, what, what liquid do you think is in that glass? <clears throat> comment down below, I'll read the comments. Okay, since we talked about not being into sports, let's talk about thing, <laughs> other things you're probably not into. A. Are you the type of person who would sit at home instead of going to concerts? Or, or B. Would you rather sit at home and watch sports rather than go to a sports stadium to view a match? Now let's talk about case A. In all logical cases, listening to music in the comfort of your home is good, right? I mean, why stand amidst thousands of people uncomfortably sweating, listening to subpar music, you know, subpar music, blasting of uh, loudspeakers trying to cover thousands of people in the concert? Right, but rather than we can sit at home and listen comfortably to studio recorded audio from the same artist, right? Comfortably, like why, why would you possibly go to a concert, right? The caveat is the experience and the personal preference, right? Uh, let me explain, right? I, 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 well, until I, until I actually scripted this episode, I used to genuinely be the type. Of, I'm still the type of person who would prefer to sit at home and do either of the cases mentioned, but I had to come you know like uh, come to a conclusion that why are these people why are these people who are doing going to these concerts right if you're talking about comfort particularly like that isn't this still better of better quality then i have to think of from their perspective right perspective solves a lot of problems so i have to think if i were the type of person who would prefer to go to i would die to go to concerts and listen to my favorite artists or would like to sit in a stadium and view matches instead of watch at home why would i do that right why would i take that decision 
so again as i said there are the caveat is for experience and personal preference i am personally again not into concerts and stuff but that being said for some people standing amidst a million people won't matter as long as they're in the presence of their favorite artist listening to them live and getting that experience again a personal preference right so uh, as i just said for them the it's just, it's just a feeling i am i'm kind like for them it's very uh, empowering and unbelievable right it's very like uh, you know it gives them a sense of, of uh, fulfillment right? i can't believe i'm in the same concert and my artist is right on the stage performing for me right for them who cares if i'm sweating or the music is so loud and is bursting for 10000 no as long as i'm here in the concert listening to my favorite artist and that is what it means a lot to me right for these people it means like that again if there is some other reason or if this is completely wrong and you're the type of person who likes to go to the concert write it down in the comments the comments is always open guys let's talk about ksb it sounds stupid again when i could watch a sports match sitting in the comfort of my home in all angles watch the scores any time and watch all the shots in slow motion why the heck would i go to a concert get some corner seat of one this corner and see the see the stadium from so much far away you know and everything so small and everything why, why why would you possibly do that right isn't that logical to sit at home and watch it again again sounds sad right what i just said but it's the experience and the personal preference correct me if i'm wrong but in the comment correct me if i'm wrong in the comments but some people love the experience of being in the place that the match is actually being held right and root for their favorite sportsman from the stadium right and they can see it live happen for them again it's personal preference and the experience that matters from person to person i may be prefer to sit at home all day like a potato couch and just have this experience for some people it may be actually going out and being in the presence of where the event is actually being held <clears throat> see for them paying to get there a one sided view or no slow motion makes no difference for them personal preference experience makes all the difference i hope you are able to comprehend where your com- uh, where uh, where i am coming from because there are countless experiences like this see i broke it down because there are people watching right now ones who prefer sitting at home like i just mentioned and the other ones who prefer to go out to these actual places right and the dilemma being both never understand where each other are coming from right the person sitting at home uh, must be thinking just like me before this podcast you heard just now why are these people going and putting so much effort and doing this for not not quality right you are not able to understand and same for the people who are getting these tickets and who are getting ready excited hyper you know i'm i'm going to the concert i'm going to the stadium and they are like why is this guy so lazy why does he not want to come like he is missing out on such good of an experience i hope after this segment of me comparing both the situations i hope you sitting at home and you at the concert and stadium are able to understand each other and where you are each other are coming from again i'm trying to relate guys on this podcast by sharing relatable stories so that you and you can understand each other okay <laughs> yes i'm looking at you jimmy i guess by this point you finally identified whether you're truly different and in which way now let's talk about why people don't want you to be different see when when you watch a particular sport you feel a sense of belonging with that entire sport as a whole the players the games the leagues the tournaments you name it you have a sense of belonging the then come people like us who who are definitely not bragging but we are genuinely not into the things a majority of the population is doing so the irrational people peer pressure us into being them and treat us like an outcast see i've seen people around me uh if you don't belong to a particular game team sports then the sense of commonality reduces right because there's nothing common between two people in the terms of in the sense of sport and that reduces uh and that commonality reduces and then people make fun of you 
people can't accept different people right people are so used to living this usual life where they are born into uh, like growing up studying working a 9 to 5 marrying retiring dying then repeat right the stereotypical regular life right see 90% of the population falls in this right what i just said like 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 growing up how doesn't studying working a 9 to 5 in respect you can be a desk job you can be in any other type of job right working 9 to 5 marrying of mola major to be married the retire right and then dying repeat because there only 10% of the people right in the world who are as successful people i'm talking about success is subjective i'm talking about the people whom we are married right, to become successful they start from rags and they work hard then they reach successful they are billionaires and all and then they are different living the different life right not everybody is becoming that right for some people again success is subjective we live a normal life work a 9 to 5 marry live a happy life happiness is subjective i'm not saying people are more happy people are not happy and this life is better this life is not i'm not saying that i'm just saying that this is the difference see see okay let me explain <clears throat> so when they see people like us who are different they begin to question the existence they think is this what truly is like is this <laughs> is this what truly is <laughs> my i i've lost my english why am i following the flow and they brush the insecurities onto you trying to get them trying to get you back to the regular old life not saying there's something wrong with it basically what i'm trying to say is when they when, see everybody is following the regular life right you know like getting up like this like this brushing marrying 9 to 5 right everybody is doing that moment they see you oh wait you're not following the crowd you're not doing 90% of the people doing watching sports going outside doing this you know like completely like truly different right from your mannerisms to your interest to your personality you like wait am i just and then you know this the problem is and let's talk about intentionalism for christ sake let me uh, explain okay hold on uh but that's not where where the most successful richest and innovative people come from right 9 to 5 you know doing in regular people living a regular life this is not a successful person right for people who remember right there are there are, there are billions of people on the earth right we're not remembering every one of them we only know and remember i no i would say remember is a different case the who are the top right who are just living a normal life doing a 9 to 5 uh marrying retiring dying who is remembering you right except your family friends a majority of the population isn't remembering you i feel like i'm trying to get to nothing here but honestly just take around let me explain i bring us up because we all want to do great things become successful and live a happy life but by doing normal things and following normal people we will get normal results this quote to achieve what nobody has you must do what nobody does and when you're following the herd right you're following the herd doing everything oh the entire population is watching cricket or football i'll watch cricket everybody is doing this trend i'll do this trend everybody is doing this i'll do that so what are you i so, so let me explain or as darren hardy would say successful people do what unsuccessful people are unwilling to do right see as i said just two sentences ago by doing normal things and following normal people you will get normal results right you are expecting to live this ordinary life right you just want to get up follow the hard masses for do this trying to fight and do everything very regular normal and how can you expect you know as i said doing following normal people doing normal things will get the normal result that is you will get a 9 to 5 and you will live a normal life if we if you want to become successful then as i said successful people do what unsuccessful unsuccessful people are unwilling to do and as i said to achieve what nobody else has you must do what nobody else does you can't do the same things see i really had a fun time making this episode for you guys hope you had a sense of enlightenment after listening to this episode i genuinely feel that i definitely lost my tongue because i was trying, i was not able to communicate the point very efficiently right and i apologize if i wasn't able to do so i will definitely improve on so but i i hope that you were able to understand my intention right 
from the place I was trying to come from, right? Honest intention, good intention to help you understand and entertain you guys. See, if you are different, please accept it and be proud of it. Don't be pressurized by society to follow a cultural phenomenon if you're not into it. <clears throat> I truly believe we are all different, unique and original. But we lose, but we lose that when we try to blend in with the crowd. When we try to become uh, that Monica in the class, uh, that Monica in the next class who looks hotter, or that James who is more popular uh, in next door. Guys, leave them. Be yourself, right? Don't lose the thing that makes you you. And with that being said, let's get into the question of this episode. I'm trying to like, uh, I'm thinking, you know, like just to get a catchy tone or like a, a you know, like a hymn or something, a rhyme or something sort of thing. <clears throat> hey Rylan, my question for you is do you like being different and the answer to that my friend is I absolutely do it gives me a sense of fulfillment and happiness that blindly following others and doing things just because everybody else does doesn't give me so I would just want to leave you with this is that from this point forward right if, if you wouldn't even take anything from this podcast I just take this one thing like intentionalism Try to go out, learn about this intentionalism, this word, what I just said, and try to, uh, you know, like, uh, put it into your life. In short, what I'm trying to tell you is, make sure every single decision you're taking in life is not because you're just following the herd subconsciously or blindly, and make sure every single decision you take in life, at least the ones that you're just blindly doing because everybody else is doing, make sure you think about it once, twice, and make sure you're doing them because only they feel you. Like they fail you, I'm saying. <laughs> just because you want to do them, right? And you like to do that, right? Just don't blindly follow the crowd. And with that being said, that's all I have for this episode.